Hello and welcome back to the Littlest Petcast. I'm your host James and today we are doing the first of three bonus episodes before jumping into season two. Before I start, I will tell you uh, there is a parental advisory on this episode because, well, when I'm with my friends and my friends do this too, we kind of just swear more and I'm usually really good about avoiding swearing in, uh, you know, the episodes proper, but it just can't be helped when I'm around friends and people because like, you know, things get a little more emotional and we just kind of shoot off the cuff, but it's all in good fun. So, uh, the nature of this bonus episode is that last night I recorded uh, this with my friends, but we are playing a game in which I name the uh, weird or interesting names I give these episodes, and I ask them to tell me if I'm talking about the show itself or if I'm on a tangent now uh like I explain it again in the episode proper but that's just to give you a little heads up now as for why I'm updating this week when I said I wouldn't well uh I just felt like uh this episode turned out really good and I felt really good about it so uh I went through edited a bit well the thing that needed to be edited and uh I just feel really good about this episode so that should be inspiring for things to come and mainly I just didn't want to update on good Friday of all days like Monday or Tuesday when this is going up uh, depending is fine. I just didn't want to do it on like Good Friday, you know? So, um, the last thing is, uh, before we jump into the episode, there's going to be a transition. And then, uh, like, like I recorded this on a different mic that I, uh, use for like, when all four of us are talking rather than this like headset mic that I'm using for this and the rest of the podcast. So there'll be a slight transition and a jump in audio quality. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be it for that. And I will meet you at the end of this podcast to inform you of a few other things but for right now let's get going with this bonus episode of the littlest pet cast James, and this is one of the bonus episodes for the Littlest Petcast. Today, 
we are going to play a game with some friends of mine who don't really watch the show and don't listen to the podcast. So this is sure going to be fun. Uh, everyone, please introduce yourselves, starting with you and going clockwise. Counterclockwise. Clockwise. My name is Eric. Hello, everybody. Talk. Use your normal voice. Hello, everybody. It's me, the helium guy. You... Okay. Sure, whatever. <laughs> no. His name I... is uh, John Carlo. Hello, everybody. Helium God, get out once all of your blood! Alright, Helium God over there is also the asshole who keeps making me see the, like, hedgehog and, uh, human thing. Hey, Instead uh, of the context? <laughs> yes. Yeah, when you make an entire episode of a hedgehog being jealous that the human female has We're not a, there yet. Has a, has a love interest. We're and not he's just like, there yet. Boy, I sure do like, hate this... Generic Spoiler alert. Dude. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, are you not there in the podcast? We're yet? not there in the podcast yet. Oh. Jeez Louise. Okay, you need to introduce yourself. So, I'm Tom. Okay. And honestly, I didn't know there were two other people who didn't listen to this podcast. Okay. Good enough. It's on my to-do to list. Okay. So, uh, today we are, today we are going to play Turn your sticky keys off, a dude. game. Now, the rules of the game are rather simple. So, for each episode of the podcast, I have given a weirder, interesting name, and these three fine folks have to guess if I am talking about something that happens in the episode itself, or if I'm on a tangent. Now, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you might know some of these, but there are some gray areas, depending. And, um, so, I will say if it's a gray area and, uh, where I think it lands, but if you can convince me it's the other direction then it'll be the other direction. All right, are we are we ready to go? Absolutely. I guess uh, I don't know anything about this show. Yeah, that's that's so, kind of the point of this game. So, I, I think it's going to be hard for me to sway you, Hold I on, think. hold on. I I'll give you a run. I will explain the context once uh it's a guessing a, game. I think there's basically. an iguana. It's a good thing there's I'm good gecko, at standardized but... tests. Let's do this. All right. So, oh, uh, do you want me to say the actual name of the episode first? No. No. Okay. That would give it away. That might, okay. So, episode one, weird window placement. In, in show. That's gotta be in show. That animation was not great. In show? You are all correct. Fuck. Oh, wait, good. <laughs> All right, so the context. Hey, wait, is this PG? Uh, PG thirteen. I will. I will go through and like. What level? Either of put in like a parental ad ad adverse whatever. 
the following product is or, not child Or friendly. just put in a bunch of sensor bleeps. Either way. You have to bust out a lot of those. So. Just, just, whatever. Okay, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Hold on. You know. Bastard. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Poppycock. So, the context is, like, Blythe is moving into her new room. Hold on. Back up. Beep, beep. What era does this show take place in the 1920s? The fuck is named Blythe? Oh, maybe she's old. No, she's like. I doubt. Maybe she's thirteen. Maybe her parents will watch the maybe Golden Blythe Girls. Blythe is her surname. No, no. Anyway, <laughs> so it's me, Samantha Blythe. Hey, how many episodes are there? There's twenty-five. Okay. Total? Alright. <laughs> I went through the entire first season. Okay. Hold on, they made 25 episodes about a girl who can talk to animals? They made 26, one of them was a two-parter. Alright, keep okay, going. Keep going. Okay, so the context is, like, Blythe is moving into her room, and she wants to open a window, but she opens up a dumbwaiter instead, and I find it confusing that someone would think there's a window on, like, a wall that's not, like, outward-facing. So, so far, Blythe is kind of an idiot. Well, okay. Episode 2. Monkinator. Monk? Tangent! Tangent. There's gotta be a tangent. No fucking kid show's gonna do an extended Terminator parody. Yes, they would. It is in the show! (laughs) So, all three of you do not get a point. The context is... For, like, a split minute or whatever, Minka the monkey has Terminator vision. Monkey? Yeah. She's so a, this was a pet show. Yeah, she's a pet. Oh, don't you understand? Everyone has monkeys. I believe there's a skunk, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there is a skunk. Because, you know, all those people who have skunks as pets. I mean, skunks are actual pets. You just gotta disable their... If anyone listening to this has a skunk that as a pet... That sounds horrible. You're wrong. Okay. You need surgery to have a pet in your house. Don't do it. Just get a cool pet. Okay. Episode 3. Uncanny Pet Shop. That that's is, gotta be a tangent. You're that talking. is a tangent. tangent. You're you three are all correct again. You're referencing a trope there. I'm not referencing a trope. It's more of a cliche, but it's not a common one. So, I'm the re- Uncanny Valley is a trope. That's that's not the thing I was referencing. No. Okay, so this is the first episode where I talk about the fact that I think a lot of characters in the show are mutants. So... As a plot point? Kind of. Like, so... It's like... Uncanny X-Men, but, you know... Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I thought that was Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Hold on. Never mind. Alright, I think you'll get this one. It's like the iguana... Uh, episode four. Polly Shore, why do I hate the brats so much? Yeah, that's a tangent. I think I'm gonna have to go with tangent. <sighs> think about it. Would Polly Shore really showed up in Little's Pet Shop? You know, I, would you be surprised? I wouldn't, but I... 
I don't know why. I don't know how, but I know that something... Uh, I know that you're going on a tangent right now. Yep, you're all correct again. This is actually a culmination of two different tangents. One where, um, like, one of the characters was just, uh, like, uh, like, has, like, spray cheese and was eating it, and so I explained the Polly Shore thing, and so I kept that up for the rest of the episode. And the other is that, um... I compared the antagonistic Biscuit Twins to Bratz, and I really went hard on that. Like, just complaining. Oh, like Bratz dolls? Yeah. Please tell me the Biscuit Twins are, like, Wait, what's wrong a- with the Bratz dolls? Come play I'd... with us, life forever and ever. If they're, if they're not animals, then I, I question. They're not animals. So is their last name Biscuit? Yes. Come play with us, Whitney and Brittany Biscuit, and, ever. and their father, the Biscuit Dough Hands Man, <laughs> and their cousin, the Total Biscuit. <laughs> the Biscuit family. Okay, their father's name is actually Fisher. Fisher Biscuit. <laughs> okay, you guys can never make fun of any name I come up with again, because that is officially the worst name ever. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Okay. Episode 5. Lawnmower Wars. The Phantom Terrace. That's gotta be something that happened. That's in, in show. That's in, That's show. in show. That's in show. That's. See, I swear I've heard Lawnmower Wars before in a non pet shop setting, so I'm gonna say. I'm not sure if I wanna be contrary. I'll be contrary for this one. So, you say tangent, you two say... Show. Show. Gian and Tom are correct. <laughs> Sucker. So now Gian needs to make a mistake, and I'll be in the lead. So, the context for this... Over my dead body. ...is that Blythe thinks her dad is going on a date with someone, and she's kind of upset by that. So, because, like... It's, it's, like, she's not used to it. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on a minute. So, hold on. Blythe doesn't have a mom? Blythe does not have a mom. Oh, I thought she did, and that's why she was uncomfortable. <laughs> no. So, you see, Blythe, when a man loves multiple women, they're called, they earn something no, called a No, harem. no, You are not turning the best dad ever into someone who has a harem. <laughs> so, so... So, she's, like, talking to her friend, and, like, one of the things she's saying was, uh... Okay, one of the things... I'm sorry, One of the things she was saying to her friend was that, like, she was, uh, saying that she, like, would, would watching Lawnmower Wars with him, like... Like that hold on a minute, hold on. Is Lawnmower Wars an in-universe show? Yeah. I mean, I, was, I would guess. I was I was thinking movie, but... I mean, that's why I said Phantom Terrace. I would assume it'd be a... Like Cupcake Wars. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Uh, or, I, w- uh, I went with Star Wars, but with Lawnmowers. Or is it called Skin Wars? Oh, I was mixing oh up God. with the Lawnmower Man, I think. Yeah, I said that, like... 
Lawnmower Man. They're not doing an extended Lawnmower Man parody in a kids show. I would have thought it would have been like based on Star Wars before that. Okay, moving For on. Starters, who the, what kid is going to get an extended reference to Lawnmower Man? Okay, so episode six, pretending I'm a super hedgehog. Oh, intro. 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 You three are correct. So this is the same hedgehog that wants to fuck the main character. Yes. So the the full context is that like he's trying to pretend to be more fun. And there's a ska song that goes along with it. No. So that's where I like. So it's kind of like pretending I'm a Superman, but just with hedgehogs. (laughs) Gotta stop pulling that up. Okay, episode seven. Where is Professor X when you need him? Tangent. That's a tangent. You three are correct again. Hold on, hold on. Hey, when do the hard ones come? No, back up, back up. Does Blythe have some superpower you're not mentioning? I mean, she she can can talk talk to to animals, I presume. Yeah. I've never watched the show. Besides that, like, is it just her? It is not just her. In fact, in this episode, I'm talking about the mongoose who has, like, clairvoyant powers, but he just doesn't know how to use it. So I'm asking, hey... Professor X could help him learn how to use his powers, but where is he when you need him? Hold on a minute. Every animal? Like, what What are we constituting an animal in this universe? Like, not every talk- animal. Well, oh, like, yeah, she can talk to... Fish? Wait, what do you mean not every animal? I thought I thought you were asking if every animal had mutant powers. Can no. Eliza Thornberry talk to every animal? I think so. So, like, if Blythe... That's, like, specifically a magic power, though, yeah. not a mutant Yeah, no, power. I understand that, but, like, including fish... Do they have anything to say? How are you talking to me? Hey, how's it going? I mean, I think there's a fish in a later episode. Hey! Okay. Give me some fish food! Level of dub, thanks for the grub. Okay, are we ready to move on? You killed my parent. (laughs) How are those fish sticks? Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's move we on. We need our own kind normally. I don't understand why that's a problem with you guys. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, th- it's not really a problem in the universe of Lilith's Pet Shop, either. Kill more... Wait! Well, no one's eating the their pet monkey and Lilith's pet each other? Hold on, does Blythe never talk to a cow that goes, Boy, what's a slaughterhouse, Blythe? Um, Tell me about the rabbits. Yeah, can we talk about... <laughs> okay, so, I know this can screws up a lot of things. Can you still them, Blythe? Do they talk Can you at hear all the lambs who talk meat? to you? Yes. They do talk about eating meat. They the... do talk about eating meat sometimes. Is there good? Is it considered a good thing? It's kind of neutral. So they don't have oh, a like a like a Kipling thing. I guess not. Okay. I'm kind, so, of, I'm kind of surprised they decided not to make the character who talks to animals a vegetarian. You'd think. You know, that's like, pretty generic, though. Yeah, no, but like Beast Boy turns into animals, so he's a vegetarian. That makes sense. But you think like if you could talk to animals and you hear the cows going, "Why didn't you save me, Blythe?" Well, like, they're already dead when I say that. Okay. Dude, if you okay, if you knew animals were sentient and you were still eating fucking hamburgers, you'd think you'd stop eating hamburgers unless you didn't care. Oh my God, Blythe's a sociopath. He doesn't care about animals. Okay. She's just of a, she's fattening up to eat them. Anyone, All of them. Anyone else kinda hungry? Okay. Um okay. So Bye. Okay.
Keep Where are you going? Oh, you're just going to... Okay. So, um... Oh, wait. Episode 8. Behind the podcast. Tangent. I wonder. Tangent. Yep. I highly doubt... Where do the hard ones start? Basically, it's just, like, a lot of, like, recording stuff happened in this episode, so I just kind of acknowledged it. I thought it was the flashback episode. Okay. Remember that joke I made in episode one? So, episode... This one might be a bit tricky. Hold on, do podcasts do flashback episodes slash clip shows? They should. That feels really lazy, but also, like, I'd love to see someone try to do it. Okay, uh, episode nine. Hands in the guacamole. In show. In show. Yeah. In show? Yeah. All three of you are incorrect! Bullshit. I am on a tangent! You have not interacted with guacamole in years. No, but it was I, the guacamole when we But I did say I would put my hands in it because it feels nice. And then I had to explain that. What did that have to do in reference to? In the okay. Show. Did someone put their hand in guacamole? No. Damn it. I was saying someone acted a part so good, it's like they took their hands and smushed around guacamole. Like, they were just, like, chewing the scenery or whatever. That is a very, That's... very specific and strange comparison. <laughs> James, That's... when someone's chewing the scenery, you talk about them eating the scenery, not fondling it. <laughs> so I got a up pitch for a spin-off idea. I think I want to talk about once uh, this wraps up. Uh, okay. Let's let's go on. Uh episode 10. Cup Blythe don't deal with the biscuit. Hold on. Intro. What? Repeat that one. Cup Blythe don't deal with the biscuit. That's got to be an in show. There, there's the uh, the biscuit person in this, so I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give that to you. It's kind of uh, weird, but I'm gonna Hold say it's Hold show. on a second. So I'm gonna guess this episode is about is a traditional deal with the devil episode, and the kind first of? reference you come up with is Cuphead. Yeah. Well, I mean, it came out recently at the time. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, it's a Cuphead. Don't deal with the devil. Which yeah. is the full title of Cuphead, I think. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize. Okay. Basically, yeah, basically, like... Like, basically, like, Blythe just makes a deal with them that goes bad for her. That's not so much a deal with the devil. A deal with the devil. Oh, de- no, no. If you knew these characters, you know they were pretty much the devil. Okay, but a deal with the devil would be like... If I told you I'd give you a million dollars, but in exchange I have to chop off your arm. Okay. Which one? And then I don't. Then I take your arm, and then I don't give you a million dollars because okay. I'm the devil. Why the hell would I follow through with my promise? So the devil always followed through. It's just that it's never worth your soul. All right. It depends on the story. Let's go on. Listen, it'd be a good devil reference if uh, she had to fight. The biscuit people in a, With a like guitar gun. fight. Um, Why a guitar? Devil went down to Georgia. No, Fuck guitar that. fight is tenacious D. Devil went down to oh. Georgia is a fiddle battle. Right. Okay. Uh, but then in uh, Guitar in Hero Guitar 3. 3, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Episode 11. 
A new way for Hollywood to be creepy. Tangent. Tangent. I guess. Tangent? I don't even know. Yeah. All of you are wrong again. This is in show. But it's not. It's what a TV show, show. It's not a movie. What fetish shit is Hollywood trying to do? So basically, like, they fly out to Hollywood to attend a taping of this dancing show. But then one of the dancers doesn't show up, so they just drag Blythe onto the show unwillingly. That's against several laws. I know! Child labor laws. That's why it's a new way for Hollywood to be creepy. Uh, and the show was talking about this? Privacy laws? No, it was. What was the lesson at the end of this episode? Did she sign a disclaimer? <laughs> I don't think she signed any. Ooh, that's gonna be a <laughs> So was the lesson at the end of this episode Hollywood exploits the youth? Because that's a pretty mature message for a children's show. So was the end of the episode literally just the littlest pet shops destroying Hollywood in revenge? <laughs> no... Sadly hey, Blythe, let's burn down Hollywood! Well, I can't do that. Okay. Episode 12. Animal Lives Matter. No. Okay, why oh. did you call an episode that? Like, that's well, a real... Well, that's in poor form, James. Yeah, I'm, okay, if this isn't in show, I'm going to be genuinely, like... Guessing tangent. Annoyed. Yeah, I'm gonna so also I'm guess... also going to voice... Tangent. I'm gonna guess tangent. It is tangent. You're all right. Why? Like that's an actual real movement that's affecting real people's lives. It's, it's also in really poor taste. Not really a good idea to make parodies of that. It's not. I I get the importance of the movement. So, the the context is that like. Okay. In, in some okay in the episode itself like one mongoose gets confused for another mongoose and I just thought that was like really weird and so I just went on a tangent about like speciesism and this you supposed to I hate like, to break it to you James but animals do look a lot alike yeah but you could tell that these two mongoose were supposed to be different like, because it's an animated show, but if you showed me two mice, I couldn't tell them apart. Okay. I guess that makes me a speciesist, but like, most And lions... that's just as bad as real life racism. Was the episode. Just of... go to the next about one. racism? No. Okay, no. Alright. I'm gonna to hit him up. again later. <laughs> I have the only thing to cup it in my head in my head now. Okay, episode thirteen. Cyrano de Bergerac didn't play children's card games. Hold what? on, what? I'm gonna guess tangent. <laughs> it's gotta be a tangent. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll give that to the three of you. It is unless more Cyrano uh, unless Cyrano de Bergerac actually showed up in. He doesn't. Play. He does not show up. They do mention his name. But do they talk about him playing card games? No. Card games. Okay. So the the tangent part is like me explaining who Cyrano de Bergerac is and why I think it's a confusing reference. Well, he's the he's the famous seducer. Okay, and wait. Like, Maybe the hedgehog was referring to no. Tony Hawk's grandson or whatever Blythe's love interest was. 
referring to him as that. No, that's not... That's not it. <clears throat> so, like, I was explaining, like, Cyrano de Bergerac was, like, a playwright, story writer, letter writer, and duelist. But then I made the clarification, not that kind of duelist. No, he's, he's, the, he's the fictional character who seduces people's wives. No, he's a real person. I think you're thinking of someone else. I'm not sure who, but I think you're thinking of someone else. Oh, uh, yeah, John Jones. That's who you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Okay. Wait, John Jones is the Martian Manhunter. We can't keep going. Just continue. <laughs> okay. Episode 14. Lord of the Sugar Highs. In show. In show. Wait, no, I'm changing it. No, no, yeah, in show. Yeah. You're all correct. This is the Lord of the Flies episode. Why? I don't know. (laughs) To teach children that children are bad at making decisions. Except the children in this instance are the animals. Oh. Because they don't want to write a new plot. This is supposed to teach people that animals should not be given any sort of, uh... Animals shall not kill another animal. Oh my why god. Not? So why isn't there an Animal Farm episode? I don't know. Animals should not wear people clothes. Teaching people the... Introdu- introducing people to the, the faults of communism should be, like, a very early thing you should have fit into this show. Okay. Episode 15. I guess maybe they're trying to market it in some areas. Episode 15. Animals are stupid. Well, I mean, they are. In show. I accept. I think either. That's an either, though. You have to kick one, assholes. Doing tangent. I guess. In show. Jin is correct. Fuck you. That's a tangent. It's kind of a tangent. I'm leaning towards tangent. It's kind of a gray area. There's no way they had an entire episode focused on animals being stupid. So, the entire show is about animals being stupid. So, the specific thing is that they get into a truck and accidentally uh, drive it. Holy crap. I think you showed me this episode. And then... Is there like a rabbit that looks like she's made of ice cream? Yes. Yeah, I saw this one. And then there's a, like... And then, uh, when Blythe gets blamed for it, their solution is to do it again, but film it. This is... No, this is in show now. Just based on what you told me, this is in show. That is... Unless unless everybody in the show treats this as a great idea, no. Everyone in the show treats it as a good idea. Well... The humans don't know about the idea until the truck barrels off. And again. what happens when they do find it? Uh, Roger actually stops the truck this time. Who the fuck is Roger? Roger is Blythe's dad. How do none of them die doing that? <laughs> you know, I thought Ro- Roger should be a I, rabbit. I I left it up to an act of God. Hey, that was Basically. a good joke. Fuck you. <laughs> Okay. I mean, much like Littlest Pet Shop, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit also deals with uh, human-animal relationships. Okay. 
Episode 16. Cartoon human relate. Episode 16. A cool dad? You really like this girl's dad, I've noticed. He is the best character in this show. He is amazing. In show. Yeah. Yeah. You three are correct. So, the context is that, like, Blythe's dad decides to hang out with her uh, all day. And uh, whenever he does, like, dad stuff, everyone starts laughing. But then some characters say stuff like, I wish your dad... I wish my dad was like your dad. Yeah, your dad is super cool, and I'm just confused. Do they like, like, this dad behavior? Because he's, like, very dad. Dad behavior like bad jokes, or dad behavior like day drinking? Like dad jokes. Oh, okay. Day drinking would be better. Okay. Uh, okay. Whatever. Uh, 17. With or without pets? Huh? Tangent. 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 You three are correct again. <laughs> we need to stop always guessing the same thing. Alright, well, I mean... I'm in the lead, dude. Yeah. yeah. So stop taking all my guesses. <laughs> So basically, uh, the the idea behind this tangent is that I was complaining about how a lot of the best scenes in a show called The Littlest Pet Shop do not involve pets whatsoever. And that's just confusing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Does that mean the best scenes contain Blythe, who has the worst name ever, and her normally named Dad Roger? Uh, some of them do. The scene I was talking about in particular is Blythe and some of her human friends. The girl who can talk to animals has human friends? They don't think she's some freak that talks well, to animals? Well, they don't know she can talk to animals. So there's never a scene where they walk in and she's talking to the dog and they're like, what are you doing, Blythe? Why don't you have a normal name? Also, why do you talk to animals? Okay. So, episode 18. I'm not getting an answer, am I? No. I mean, that does not happen, I don't think. Boo. Episode 18. Uh, do animals dream of actual sheep? How do you even read that book? Tangent. No! Have you actually read that I book? I have not read the book. Boo. Have you seen Blade Runner? I have seen Blade Runner. No, you need to see the read the book. The book was great. Have you read iRobot? Do you I know Robot? what the premise of that movie is? Gee, and make Kinda, your dad's. I think... I think let me, I'll it's explain... This, it's the same as Blade Runner. I'll explain... Yeah, I've seen Blade Runner. There's a bit of a difference, but like... Gee, and make your guess. What was it again? The title? Yeah, that's a tangent. Damn it, I was gonna say tangent. Well, you... Wait, did you guess tangent? Yes. Okay, yeah, all three of you are correct. It is a tangent. And, uh, basically, uh, in this episode, uh, things start get okay, this is, this is gonna be complicated. So, uh, in this episode, I begin my theory that 
these animals actually possess some form of actual human-like sentience? I would hope so. Well, yeah, they're talking. I thought that's the premise of the show. Well, no, but like, like, even like animals you wouldn't think, like a fly, or uh. like, uh, like, and like, they have like, like, and Blythe still eats meat after all of this? Delicious. Well, I, I would. Like, in a later episode, I theorized that a lot of it is synthetic at this point. This theory just goes off the rails. So, all the animals are replicants? Man, that really is like, do androids dream of electric sheep then? <laughs> then how do we eat them? I mean, I think you mean synthetic meat. Yeah. So they're like, homunculi? They're robots. With meat. No, no. No, the meat's like tofu and shit, they just make it taste like meat. The animals are robots. Blythe lives in this, like, <laughs> post-apocalyptic So they wasteland. don't kill animals for their meat. <laughs> no, because animals don't exist anymore. They're robots. I'm just now imagining a fucking homunculus. <laughs> well, then all the comments we made about Blythe killing animals while they beg for mercy just go out the window. Well, that could... I still theorize that's what's going on. James is the one theorizing that they're living well, in the robot tech apocalypse. Why is she doing that, then, if they're not... The okay. robot techpocalypse over here. Okay. Episode 19. James fights the English language. That's a tangent. tangent. I wonder. Okay. What are you fighting well, the English language? Well, friend, James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a tangent. So That must be kind of weird for people who have more common names that they watch a show and some character shares the, the same name Like, as them. basically, like, like you you know this Eric cuz this is like when I complained about the spelling of badminton to you guys on Discord and then you just like went off on like a rant against the English language Hold on a minute. How do you think badminton is spelled? B A D M I T T O N. No. But it's pronounced badminton. James, the English language is weird. Yes. Like. That's and then it, like that it, just it's M I N T O. Yeah. The English yeah. language makes no sense. Yeah, that's... you took how many years of it in school and you still didn't understand the fundamental rules. Who needs Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's I'm never going this is... to England. Listen, listen. The English language is stupid, but yeah. Yeah, that's that. Like that just followed me through the rest. It's of It's like the, the second or third hardest language to learn because it's just nuts. Okay. I guess there's no good way out of this. Episode 20, Lingering Biscuit. Is this a reference to something? Yeah, that's... Is it? In show... I'm gonna... I'm gonna gonna wait for both you guys to answer. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, that's not how this works. I'm I'm guessing tangent. We should have, like, boards that we hold up. I'm gonna guess in show... Gian extends his lead. This is 100% a tangent. Okay. Oh, and you can Cheater, you watched it. this show. No, I watched like two episodes with the fucking bunny. And they're one from season one and one what from season two. And we already Three. passed the bunny episode. Three. What was it again? The title? Yeah. Lingering Biscuit. Oh, and I watched the hedgehog one because James wanted to prove the hedgehog didn't have any feelings for these. So you've seen season. the show. So is this a reference to something? Uh... Kind of like I got the name from Lingering Will. Who? 
That's the Kingdom Hearts yeah. 2 boss. But no, I who? That. Lingering Will is um Terra's armor that's the remains like possessed of... by Ansem. Oh. Okay. No, not Ansem, Xehanort. Okay, so like the remains when Xehanort split the into the heart into the heartless Ansem and the and Xemnas. Wait, I thought Xehanort was Ansem. No, Ansem's a different character. Okay. The heartless his heartless is named Ansem. My name but, is Ansem but Ansem is also Christopher Lee. Okay, so to explain this uh, okay, to explain this, it's it's kind of tricky. So in a previous episode, um, the Biscuits actually somehow controlled Blythe into being her friend. Our Biscuit? Okay, so knowing, but, knowing literally nothing about this show, I thought the Biscuits might have just been like spoiled rich kids. They Not, are. <laughs> okay, from what you're telling me right now, they sound like... Master fucking villains. <laughs> they also kind of are, but are they in cahoots with Hugo Strange? No. So, so then, okay. So they kind of possessed her to like be her friend, their friend. How do they possess her? Do they have magic powers? What do they okay, do? Where, where are they terrorizing my, this little my, pet shop? That's the littlest head, pet shop. That's my head. They, my head cannon is that they do. They are omega level mutants. Eric, it's because they own the biggest pet shop. The there. largest ever pet shop. Thank oh you. My God, I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> so what was that actually? What happens? Yeah. So they, yeah they. Their, their dad owns the largest ever pet shop. So, this uh, show sucks. Okay. I'll go on record saying that. Let me, let me finish explaining. So, yeah, like, possessed her to being a friend, but Blythe broke out of it. But there's a little bit of that evil biscuit aura left in her. What? And then she goes to, uh, like, like a dog pageant show and, like, turns complete heel, so my theory as to why that happened so suddenly is because the lingering biscuit inside of her gravitated towards all of the evil surrounding her and turned her evil. What? Yeah, you know, that's 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 what you can expect when you listen to my podcast. Alright. Episode 21. The biggest fad of 1969. Shows don't care that much about the year 1969. That's a... Wait. Oh, 1969. Yeah. Intro. What was the title again? The biggest fad of 1969. Tangent. Intro. Eric and Tom are correct! Oh, I still have a lead. Alright, so the biggest fad of 1969 in show is a novelty martial art invented by the owner of the Littlest Pet Shop. Roger? No. Roger's a pilot. Huh? Who owns the pet shop? Uh, some, like, an old lady named Mrs. Twombly. So... Everyone okay, alright, alright. So hold everyone on. was Twombly-ing in 1969. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not Twombly-ing. 
It's a novelty martial art known as Kung Fu Quilting. Hold on. Back up. What? Whoever named these characters sucks so much at their job. What the fuck is Twombly? That's not a name. I think that's Hasbro. Oh, so did, this. Uh, did Twombly teach that to uh, Ranma? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Episode 22, Russell Unleashed. See? And show. No, tangent. That's a tangent. Tom is correct. Fuck he is not tied with Jin. So why? So why is it? So why did they reference Sonic Unleashed? Well, uh, it's more that like throughout most of the episode, the rest of the pets accuse Russell, who is a hedgehog, of being a werewolf. See, I count this under ten. Okay, no, well, that's back that's up. definitely back up, back up. They they do say werehog in the episode once. That's also incorrect. Is That's it? Yeah, but stupid. No. no, they say, like, they do say Hedgewolf more often. You can't see it, but I'm flipping G and off. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was the Helium God or whatever the hell I introduced myself as. Yeah, I was Helium God. Hello, everybody! The Helium God! Is that what your name says on the board, which has as many points as I do? I'm sorry, I think the board says I was in the lead the whole fucking time. You were in the lead for a bit. Yeah, yeah. That and lead then... I had when you guys were wrong! You have to be in the lead at the end, moron. Fuck you. Lightning round. I think I only vaguely one understand how one... this game works officially. I'll be real. Okay. I'll keep going. We're, we're almost done. Three more episodes to go. Uh, episode 23. <laughs> High Feminism. Tangent. Tangent. Yeah, that's a tangent. I, th since all three of you got it, I'll say it is, although what? it is somewhat of a gray area. What? 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 So... They do an episode about feminism? Well, no, they not... They talk about feminism. They, they don't talk about it, I just... Okay, yeah, I guess it is a tangent. This is, I mean, this is why I said it is more of a tangent. Than okay. It sounds like a portmanteau of high femme and feminism. Oh, no, I meant, like, just excessive feminism. Like, What do you mean excessive like, feminism? Like, not excessive. Like, you know, let's, like, it's like high adventure, but high feminism. Okay. Feminism, ho! <laughs> thought I was going to have to hit you again. <laughs> So basically, I just kind of went on a rant on why I think this episode is very feminist. Okay. Okay. Littlest pet shop, feminist icon. <laughs> I doubt that. Okay. Uh, episode 24. Uh, the joke that broke the host's brain. That's a tangent. Tangent. Wait, wait, whoa. Mm. Mm -hmm. but, uh, uh, no, you mm. already said tangent. Yeah, it's too late. You can't change your answer. Why not? <laughs> I will because you saw James' expression. Cause he, he I did not. I just thought about it for a second. No, you saw him kind of miss Fine, like tangent. We're, we're all tangent. I think I might have to say tangent on this one, but it is... A gray area. God damn the it. joke specifically would have to be in show. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
it's basically like throughout like at one point in the show I got like confused like what is this show and like this 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 show has like this episode has like a bunch of nonsense jokes and it all accumulated in this scene did a TV host get his brain broken no that the host is referring to me then this then is definitely a tangent okay. but the topic is the joke itself. But it's about the host. Anyways, we'd still be all tied except for Eric. Regardless of if we get the point or not. You know, I'll give you the point because giving points is fun. I thought he was only one point behind Gian. Alright. I feel like I should get 300 points just for being the best. I think Gian should be docked three points because he watched three episodes of the show. I okay. feel like James should be docked 25 episode points because he watched 25 episodes Well, I'm not show. playing. Asshole. Well, you're at negative 25 now, according to these rules. Okay. No, because he knows all the answers, so he'd be even. <laughs> he'd be at zero. So, okay, last one, and then we can stop. Uh, episode 25, Beyond Face Value. No one can go with... Oh. Mmm... See, Tom, you have to either go with your gut or... Do I have to tie or do I risk it all? (laughs) Do you risk it all? It's in show. We should have gone I'm going to pick Tom. I'm going to decide with Tom. Well, congratulations, Jim. <laughs> okay. Alright, and if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Okay, okay. So suck I, it! So, so I, that's the one you docked cor- in points, right? So over the course of this, I have uh, two hold ideas on. for shows. Hold on, let me explain the context <laughs> and go over the. So, I won! So basically, the context. So basically, what I was saying was that, like, I was talking about how much better this show is if you apply headcanon to it and like if you look at it like deeper like I've been doing for 25 episodes hey um James hmm? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you a little spoiler alert you don't like this show I'm what if you can't enjoy the show without I mean, your headcanons I... and Literally dissecting it to find good stuff. You don't like the show. You're trying to like it. I I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I think you should dock Gene points for saying that. Hold on. <laughs> I think I should get a point for my insightful comments. I think your insightful comments wrong. I feel like you should be kicked in the face. All right. So before your thing, I do want to go over with everyone. What what did you think of this? Wait, when, what about bonus stars? Bonus stars? Hold on! No! I mean, hold on! Okay, I mean, so I have... I did. Hold so on, I won! I There's no the bonus prince. or lightning round! I visited the princess's castle the most. I think I deserve that. got the most coins for me. Hold on, games. I went to jail the most. I deserve a bonus star for that. I also won okay, the wait, most what battles. Did you have? I mean, I have like two special episodes, but no, do them, no, do them. No, no, I do want em. no lightning round. It's too late. What's it's not like, 
But, like, it's very, like, they're not about the show itself, and it's very easy to guess the context, because I just put Try it in there. Fucking, <laughs> do you really want to know the two bonus episodes? Yes. Okay, bonus episode one. No, no points for this. This there, is bullshit. I died one. Points. I won. Double I lost you. No, because that means Eric could win. And I yeah. won. There's, like, there's... <laughs> I don't think that you should get points for this because I basically state the context in the titles. Try me. No, we. I won. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, that's. Do you? Okay, okay. There's no points. Then, Do you uh, still want to know what the bonus episodes are? Yeah, I'm not anymore. I'm curious. Actually. He just wanted the special points. episodes. Like, yeah, I want to know now because Tom was just all adamant about it. Okay. No points. The first special episode was just. Uh, save net neutrality. Oh. And the second. Tangent. <laughs> no, I... okay, there's an episode where the hedgehog and uh, the little ice cream. Oh. Uh, mushroom. The littlest ice cream midget. The littlest ice cream midget uh, walks over and uh, saves net neutrality. There's an episode where Blythe was looking up pet stuff on and the, the internet and the, uh, the site got blocked. was being purposely slowed down because Comcast wanted more money. The Phantom Pets of Hearts uh, sent a calling card and then broke into net neutrality's... Uh, <laughs> broke into the FCC mind. to change the commissioner's uh, heart. Okay, and the other special episode is like... The, the internet is just my pet shop. The other episode is... Is, uh, please vote in the midterm elections. <laughs> in show! <laughs> I told you you wouldn't get points, and I said they have nothing to do with the show! No, you said it'd be obvious. I, I, also... I don't know, the hedgehog might have been running for the mayorship of the pet Tell shop. Tell me they never did an election episode? I mean, they have an election episode, it's just not in not season, season one. one. Okay, finally. Now, what did everyone think of this game? Game sucks. <laughs> like, for real. Sit down. For real. I thought it was awesome because I won. Okay. Oh, yeah, it... what does the winner get? I think more of the questions needed to be difficult. And that next time, we need to all show our answers at the same time, like in Final <laughs> Jeopardy. I don't think I got the rules. I feel like the winner should get a prize. Yeah, you get you to erase what? the board. You know what? I'll. It's not a good. Pro I want a good one. I'll, I'll take the mic. I'll. No, I paid like eighty bucks for. No, sixty bucks. No. Okay, 20. I'm not taking the mic. I get Eric's computer. No. Okay. Okay. So... I'll 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 buy you like a Mountain Dew or something. I'll take that. Oh, okay. I don't like Mountain Dew. Good so thing yeah, I didn't I would, Well, I would, but whatever. If you okay, so, so here is my pitch. Yeah, Eric has two pennies. What? What are Season they? five. We get. At, I don't know how many pet scenes are there at the moment. There's there's only four, and the show has ended. Okay, so season five, they come back, and now there's an even bigger pet shop than the biscuits one. It's the biggest pet shop. And everyone is nearly the size of Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'm still, I'm still not over the biscuit twins. That's the worst name ever, man. They have like a, they have like an amphibian exhibit, and it's literally just like Godzilla and uh, all the other kaiju. 
What is Jet Jagar, their security guard, in case anyone breaks out? I didn't say all the animal, uh, all the humans there were gigantic, but that's not a bad idea. Okay, and <laughs> what's uh, what's your other idea? Oh, who's the? That was just. Uh, I I didn't really have an idea for the second one. It was just the name, the highest pet shop. <laughs> Yeah, you're All right. It. Hard not to laugh at that. So I think that about does it for this episode. What, of... what was the? Is this supposed to like commemorate you finishing season one or something? Pretty much, yeah. All right. I think your audience is going to be really confused why three other people are suddenly in your show. Well, well, I mean, well we we introduced ourselves. Yeah, I did. I I'm also labeling it as a bonus episode. So okay, uh, let, let's show who we are. Uh, my name is uh, at Griffin McElroy on Twitter. <laughs> if you want to send uh, send all your donations to Gian, uh, where? Where are they going to send their money? <laughs> you don't have a fucking PayPal, asshole. Okay, uh, just write on a piece of paper, Gian, and put the money in an envelope. It'll get to me eventually. Uh, okay, so. Uh, you can find me on my website at cash.me forward slash. <laughs> oh, fuck. I never actually checked that. I only use it to send money. Um, send all your Get donations. Get back to me on that. Send all your donations to James. I'll be in the next episode with my stuff. The, the next episode? Are you really planning on coming over and recording with me? No, I mean next guest episode. Oh, okay. So, uh, in half a year. Yeah, basically. That's when you'll know where to find me. All um, right. If you if you're rich and want to sponsor this podcast, please email James at jameslock at email dot com. It's not. I'm gonna. All right. So that should be it for this episode of the Littlest Pet Cast. Oh yeah. And uh, well, one day I will make a podcast called Find the One Piece, and our goal in that podcast will be to find the One Piece. Okay. Are you going to say do a One Piece recap podcast? It'll be like, we're going to be here for fucking ever. Okay, so we're going to go past every single episode of One Piece. Okay. Go up, one okay. Okay. You do know how long it's going to take when nothing happens in like, a lot of them in the anime. All we're right. we're, we're, uh, we're going to skip ahead to the Marineford arc and then just go from there, is what right. I'm thinking. Chan, just stop, just stop the recording. I'll, I'll, I'll do stuff with it in post. Oh, we're ending it. Yes, we're. Bye, ending everybody. It. Bye. Good night. <laughs> I am your Lord and Savior. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! I'm the littlest pet. This is my shop. And as Bob Barker always used to say, "Go home and spay and neuter your pets today." And there we have it. The first round of this game and the first bonus episode of Littlest Petcast completed. <laughs> so, um, as you may have noticed, uh, 
My transition is the theme song to the show, but it's not like the one they use for the show, if that makes sense. It's sung by a different person and it's extended, but other than that, it's about the same. Uh, I will be putting a link to the download in the um, description if you want to download it. Uh, but other than that, there are a few things I would like to say. First off, I'm sure you noticed that my friends chastised me for one of my titles, and I would like to clarify that further. Um, I will admit that I'm probably in the wrong about that, and that they were right, and it's probably in poor taste to have done that, and for that, I am sorry. Uh, Black Lives Matter is a serious movement, and I support it wholeheartedly, and... Uh, I know this half-hearted apology might not... Well, it's not half-hearted. I really want to apologize, but I don't think I can say anything... Like, to just... To truly justify what, uh, I did. Exactly. But I will still attempt to, just so, uh... You can understand where my head was at when I did that so basically uh like i was thinking that like i mean along with being a great movement black lives matter is a really really catchy name and i was thinking that like like other movements or names that like, ring out, that stand out, are used in other in per, per, parody ways. And I was just using it like that. Because, like, I mean, I I will not say that, like, a joke that I make on this podcast is as serious as systemic racism or the like. It's just, I think it's a catchy name, and I was just trying to spin it to clarify what I was uh, thinking. But I do realize that that wasn't probably the best move. And uh, again, I am sorry if that offended anyone. All right. So the second thing as uh just in general how i thought the game went and uh you know i think the game went really well i got positive feedback from the people who were playing it and i think next time i will institute something where they have to write or something at the same time and show it to me at the same time rather than attempting a piggyback, but I'm not sure how much I can do that. And, like, they said some of the names should be easier, but that's that's a little 
beyond my control. Because, like, what I talk about in an episode doesn't necessarily come up until I get to the episode itself. And, you know, in the heat of the episode, uh, I just say something and then it just becomes the sticking point of the episode. So, um, I don't know how much I can do about that. I can maybe attempt to throw them off the scent, but if I talk about something in great detail, I think that might have to be the focus, even if it is a bit obvious. And lastly, uh, you may have noticed this as well, but my friend Gian said that I didn't really like the show if I had to put headcanon into it to make it better. Now, is this necessarily true? Maybe not. I will be getting into that in the third bonus episode, but I'm going to do something else before that. So, that will be it for this episode of the Littlest Pet Cast, the first bonus episode of the Littlest Pet Cast. And I thank you for listening to this because it was really fun to do, honestly. And I am looking forward to doing it again for the next three seasons. Truth be told, I didn't even think this would be... Like, I was worried about how well this would turn out, but it turned out pretty well. So... Again, that is it for this episode of the Littlest Petcast. Be sure to leave a comment and review on Shout Engine, on Apple Podcast, on the Google Play Store, and wherever else RSS feeds go in order to find better names. I will see you for the next bonus episode of the Littlest Petcast, so stay tuned for that.